I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made another baby. We are back with season two of the Bristos Made a Baby podcast. We've got another little bun in the oven, and we are so excited to share this journey with you guys. We have a little girl named Hayden. She is one going on two, and soon we're gonna be learning how to parent two little babies instead of one. But first, we got to get through this pregnancy. Make sure to tune in each week as we go on this journey and we'll talk about life and pregnancy up until this sweet little baby pops out. (laughs) We are so excited to share it all with you guys, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So uh, let's just get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby Podcast, episode 10, week 22. Woo, welcome back. So this week is my turn to ask a question for the couple. All right. And my question is, what is the worst job you ever had? Oh. Oof. I feel like you're going to have to look towards your uh, days as a dietitian. <laughs> not that you're not a dietitian anymore. Because you remember the breakdowns? The breakdowns? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I yeah, think yeah, I only gotcha. broke down once, maybe. Right. right. Or twice. Maybe when you were younger. I don't know. But I feel like you only had one job when you were younger and you liked it. Yeah, I did like my job. Although, the very fr- my very first job. Not that it, it was that bad, but it was just so boring. Um, and it's kind of funny. I literally set tables, like put placemats and utensils on tables. That was my job all day. It was at a breakfast place. Uh, if you're familiar with the Jersey beaches or Jersey Shore, I guess I should say. Not the Jersey Shore, like the show, further down. Um, in like Avalon and uh, Stone Harbor. There's a few few different locations, Ocean City. There's a place called Uncle Bill's Pancake House, and I worked there all my summers. Eventually went on to become a hostess and a server and all that, but I started off there when I was like, I don't know, 12, <laughs> setting tables. So that was, I, I like the job though. I mean, that's a pretty good job. You just, you know, mind your own business. No one bothers you. Yeah, you just like chat because there's always two of us at like the stands. There's like multiple setting stands. It's wow. like a serious operation. Incredible. And you just chat with the girl. You made like no money. Cause it was yeah, just, well, that part stinks. Yeah, because you don't like get tips or anything. Um, I wouldn't say that's my worst job though, but worst job. Um, the job itself wasn't bad, but uh, when I it was my first job out of my dietetic internship, so first official job as an RD, um, I worked in long-term care, a.k.a. like a nursing home. And I actually, I, I didn't mind the job, like the, the day-to-day, it, it's clinical nutrition, which it, it was not my favorite, but um, I was good at my job and, you know, I knew what I was doing and I really liked the other dietitians and the social workers. We had like great rapport, um, just like really sweet people, but the, just the management in that specific location um, was very toxic, uh, which was very difficult to deal with. Um, I'm sure a lot of you out there have experienced toxic work environments and, um, it really takes over your life and it like just affects your mood cause you spend so much time, you know, there just right. in that environment. Um, and there was at least one time for sure. I can remember maybe there were more that I like broke down crying to you, which is like not, it's like not something I do. Right. But the good thing with that was it was 
Well, not good, good thing about breaking down. Or no, you had to leave this job. Never mind. Yeah, I found a new job. I, for a second, I thought this was one of your internships, like where it was just a rotation. But I forgot this was your actual job. Oh, no, but I do actually have a good story. Yeah. Sorry, am I talking too much? You <laughs> should talk as much as you want. It's your podcast. It's your podcast, too. But, okay, worst, I would say this is my worst job. I won't specifically say what the rotation was, but it was in it was in um, my dietetic internship, which it's kind of like a uh, like what doctors do when they rotate through and they you know do all the different you know um, a residency. It's like that, but it's like a condensed version for nutrition, and it's only a year. But um, anyway, so I won't say what the rotation was because it doesn't even matter. But the boss I had, or preceptor I should say, was literally. <laughs> an absolute nightmare she was so condescending and so like just rich she was so mean I remember I would like call you every day on my way home and be like this lady I cannot believe her um god I don't even remember the specifics now but she was just so condescending the whole time and would just make all these like sly remarks but she had this like really high-pitched voice and this is how she talks so she sounded so sweet but really she would just be making digs at you all day long <laughs> like oh she was so bad and then I remember when I finally left she like gave me I was only there for like two weeks but it was horrend horrendous dealing with this woman and she gave me like a little like parting gift which I it was finally I was like all right maybe she does have a heart like maybe she's not that mean and then she literally was like yeah all this crap was just laying around the office I had to get rid of it somehow I figured I'd just you know pass it off to you I was like what a gem. <laughs> you can't even, like, give a gift and not be a total, like, just jerk about it. Oh, man, she was terrible. And then there was a bunch of girls in my internship who also had worked with her, and they were like, oh, no, she's nuts. Like, she's a reputation. So I felt a little validated. But that was probably my worst, worst, worst of all time. Yeah, I'd be like, why did I choose to be a dietitian? <laughs> well, I didn't want to specifically work in that kind of rotation anyway. So That's I was good. like... I just wrote it off like goodbye. I'm never nice. doing this again. All right. Now let's hear yours. I have a guess of what it is. <laughs> I'm just going to go with Old Navy. <laughs> yes, I was hoping you were going to tell this one. It's my first. I worked at Old Navy, you guys. <laughs> it's the Old Navy outlet at the Delaware <laughs> Beaches. I was probably 14 or 15. And, uh, this is one of my favorite stories. <laughs> so if you know anything about like a beach town in the summer... If it's raining, the outlets, you know, get swamped with people, get crowded. Yeah. So. Some really, they're like really nice outlets down there. Yeah. yeah. So with, I'm sure a lot of jobs, I don't know, but there was on call. So, you know, for like the first month and a half of the summer or so, you know, my schedule would be like five days a week. And then maybe like a six day on call. But also those during those five days a week, it could be like, you know, you had a eight hour shift but you're on call for another four hours like if it's cr whatever you know stuff like that is that like normal in retail or is that just like outlets because right yeah i'm not sure the yeah. volume can change so much i'm not quite sure but i didn't like it i'll tell you that much because <laughs> when i had a day off and then i got called in and it like yeah just just this is someone that you're was like with his first beach, job you like, go to old navy it was my first job i was living at the beach i wasn't like excited to have a job obviously i learned better work ethic as i went on but um i'm honestly disappointed you didn't get a job till you're like 15 
Yeah. I was setting tables at 12. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like against child labor laws. But, um, no, I don't think so. So anyway, well, I guess I could, could I drive? No, I couldn't drive. Um, oh, so somebody had to like dri- be on call to drive you in essentially. Yeah, right. That's so, so but anyway, at one point in the summer, I talked to like my superior <laughs> and said, um, <laughs> I just said something about the on calls. Like if you could keep me off the on call, <laughs> on calls, <laughs> that'd be great. So you can't ask that. Yeah. So anyway, the next schedule that came out for like the next week, I had like one four hour shift and like a six hour shift. <laughs> so I had like a ten hour work week. It was never on call again. Worked like two days a week the rest of the summer. So I didn't really work the rest of the summer. Uh, <laughs> you like I, I would just got pseudo fired. I would just kind of fold clothes and <laughs> kind of hope no one asked me any questions. Hide in the racks. Yeah, pretty much. Except you were too tall, you couldn't actually hide. Yeah. Well, tell them what did uh, what did they ask you during the interview? <laughs> uh, during the interview, they just had open inter- interviews, so you, like you just walked in. This was in the spring. It was so desperate for yeah, desperate for some summer uh, associates. <laughs> so I walked in, and they asked. One of the questions was, "What would you, what would you say to a customer if they asked you a question and you and you did not know the answer to it?" And I just said. <laughs> Like, just kind of give him my best guess. Like, kind of make it up. <laughs> Clearly a wrong answer. And uh, she's like, like, no, you would ask for help. <laughs> you know, ask another employee if they knew the answer. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. And then I got the job. So Wasn't she, like, trying it again? Yeah, I think she had me do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so I answered correctly the second time. You're hired. Yep. It's an old Navy for life. You actually you some nice graphic tees. Fold a, a t shirt real well. Yeah, I don't fold it that way though. Like I don't fold it the old navy way, but I do oh, really? to, Yeah. But I remember how to. You have like a very particular way. Yeah. In which you fold your T shirts. Yes. Which you're not like a very particular person, so I just I figured that was like an old navy skill you learned, you picked up. <laughs> Big time skills. <laughs> yeah. Boy, here we go. Sorry, I just find it so funny. Ooh, I just wish I could have like walked into Old Navy years ago and just just see you like milling around. Yeah, I was a one and done. It was one summer for that. I never <laughs> went back there. Found a new job. What was your new job? Ice cream. Served oh ice yeah, cream. yeah, yeah. And you love that. Yeah. Scooping ice cream. It's a great summer job. Yep. So yeah, there we go. <sighs> oh, that was a good one. I love that story. Gets it's me good every time. time. All right, let's get to the reason we're doing here. We're doing this podcast. <laughs> okay. So the baby girl is now the size of a coconut. So it's pretty massive. Coconuts are big. Uh, she's growing brows and lashes. Wow. Soon she's going to be getting her brows done. Or no, you get your lashes done. <laughs> are you suing anymore? Her skin cells are producing keratin, a structural protein. Wow. She's growing first signs of hair on her scalp. Okay. Be interesting to see if she has a head of hair. And she's hearing her hearing is improving more. She can now hear sounds within the body. Did Hayden have much hair when she was born? I feel like no. Yeah. She definitely didn't have a lot, but did she have like any? I don't remember. I forgot. She had some, I think. Like a medium amount. Right. 
trying to remember. But it wasn't like a crazy amount now. How are you yeah, feeling this week? Huh? How are you feeling this week? Um, feeling good. So one a very exciting thing about this week is I started exercising more, which I have not been doing very much of, or especially not very consistently. Um, trying to get out for longer, like just like brisk longer walks, like 30 minutes, um, which gets my heart pumping, break a little sweat. It's like all I'm really looking for at this point, honestly. Um, and then I've also been doing some like pregnancy workouts that are on YouTube. Um, there's one that I keep doing over and over. I think it's like fit by Amy or something. Um, if you literally Google like prenatal workout, it's like one of the first ones that come up. So it's like millions of views and it's like 25 minutes. It's just like body weight, um, like strength training workout. Um, and it's good, you know, it's, it's, a it's not super intense. It's very doable, but it also, again, it gets your heart rate up, gets you kind of working your muscles. Um, and it just feels really good to be like kind of active again. Uh, my body really missed that. And again, it's not anything super intense, but you know, it's important to work out. It's important to stay somewhat in shape while pregnant, um, especially with birth on the horizon. Um, so yeah, and on my walks, this is a new symptom, um, whenever I'm out, not just like walking around normally, like around the house, but if I'm like specifically out on a walk outside where I'm like, you know, moving quickly, um, I get a ton of Braxton Hicks contractions, which that's like the first time I've experienced that um, in this pregnancy, which those are, um, if you don't know, they're, your whole belly just kind of tightens up. They're not painful or anything. They're not contractions that cause any changes like to your cervix. They're not like real true contractions, but they're very common in pregnancy in like the second and third trimester. Um, and they, that same thing happened to me with Hayden too. Like whenever we were out walking, it would just be constantly like my belly would just like get super tight. Uh, but yeah, it feels good to be moving again. So that's exciting. Um, veins, pretty much the same, but I do actually have some in my other leg now um they're pretty much all in my right leg my right leg is like pretty gnarly and my left leg up until this point um has been vein free like as far as varicose veins obviously there's veins in it but um my like left upper inner thigh is starting to get some uh, but they're very minimal they don't hurt it's nothing like what's happening on the other side so hopefully that kind of stays that way um and then this next symptom is actually lack of a symptom, which is so shocking to me. Matt, do you want to tell them what it is? It is no rib pain. Yes. Which is exciting because last time you had a lot of it. I had some serious rib pain. How did it go away? I don't even know. It's the first time I thought about it. Yeah. So with um, my last pregnancy, I had horrible rib pain on my right side through I think like the whole second pretty much or maybe like halfway through the second third trimester all the way through the end um and actually around this time like around 20 weeks 20 like uh, I don't know early 20s was when it was so bad um it, it was it was just it was so painful and it was just on my right side so I have this like on my right side like right under my rib cage I had always had this like mass kind of thing that we thought was a cyst 
and I assumed that was what was the cause of the pain because it was kind of big. You could feel it from the outside, takes up space, and then, you know, you've got your belly pushing up. You also have your liver on your right side, which, like, doesn't, like, squish really easily. It's pretty solid. Um, so I thought that that was, like, the cause of the pain. So this is this is truly a mystery, you guys. But let me let me tell you about this cyst. So tell me about that cyst. So after <laughs> cyst. Do you remember all like there was a lot of appointments? Yeah, you went to a bunch of yeah. bunch of doctors. Yeah. So after Hayden was born, I didn't do anything with it for a while. During my pregnancy, I was like, "Can I get this removed?" And they were like, "No one is going to operate on a not operate, but no one's going to you know." take something out of a pregnant woman like no one's gonna touch you you're pregnant and I was like all right fair enough but it was so painful I was like I am getting this thing out when I am no longer pregnant and then you know of course I didn't do anything about it for a while because it no longer hurt Uh, but then over this past summer or was it two summers ago I don't even remember at this point I think it was literally like two summers ago I finally went and got uh I went to my like just normal primary doctor, which I don't even really see anymore, but um, she's actually a nurse practitioner. So she was like, it's just, you know, it it just feels like it's a cyst, whatever. Um, What you're going to need to do is go to a plastic surgeon and they can investigate further and they'll be the ones that would remove it. And I was like, okay, perfect. So she recommended someone to me. So I went, then I finally went to this plastic surgeon and he was feeling it and he was kind of like, I don't know, this feels like pretty like, I think amorphous was the word that he used. So he was like, I would definitely want to see you get like an ultrasound first so we can kind of like figure out what it is we're dealing with, how far it goes in. But like there's definitely something there and like it could be removed. Um, So I was like, okay, sweet. So I went and I got an ultrasound and then um, and then there was like some kind of like error with the ultrasound place, like sending it to the doctor and it like took forever. And then I kind of like decided I didn't want to move forward with that doctor Um, so then I just kind of like dropped it for a while and then after, um, so we got pregnant this past winter, we ended up miscarrying. And when I got pregnant again, I was like, oh shoot, I didn't like deal with this stupid cyst. It's going to hurt me again. Um, but then after I ended up miscarrying, I was like, I'm getting this handled. So I went to a different plastic surgeon in, um, my area who was highly, highly recommended and, um, he was like feeling around and he was like, okay. He was like, it feels really hard, like a bone. I was like, I know it it is. It's really hard, but like, you know, it's just, it's always how it's been. Hasn't gotten any bigger necessarily, but like it caught, it doesn't cause me any pain now, but it caused a ton of pain when I was pregnant. So he, he was like, okay, well I want you to get an MRI because I want to like see everything that's going on. I, I don't know if it's under the muscle. I don't know what's going on. And before I would do any kind of like cutting you open to remove it, I want to know exactly what we're dealing with. So I literally went and got an MRI (laughs) for the cyst, the cyst in quotes, which I'll explain in a second, which I don't know if you've ever had an MRI. Have you got an MRI? I've had scans on my head and something on my back. Okay. Where you go into like a tight machine. Yeah. It's like the real. Really loud. Yep. I fell asleep. Yeah, it's really loud. Yeah. Um, That was my first time. And it's, you know, it's a whole thing. You got to get an IV. It takes like 45 minutes. You're in this like tube. Um, I was worried about being claustrophobic. It wasn't too bad. I just closed my eyes for most of it. Um, And the lady, the nurse was like the best nurse ever. She was so sweet. I really liked her. 
Um, anyway, so they had me put like this thing specifically on my side so they could like identify exactly where the problem area was. It's this whole thing. So then a couple weeks later, they're like, okay, come in for your appointment so we can just discuss your results. So I'm thinking we're going to go in and he's going to be like, okay, this is what it is. Let's set up an appointment. Let's get this thing out. <laughs> come to find out. It's not a cyst. It is a rib. <laughs> Your rib is causing you pain. <laughs> the rib pain was, I guess, caused by a rib. So he was like, yeah, there's nothing there. I'm like, what do you mean there's nothing there? He's like, there, the MRI shows absolutely nothing. And he's like, look, let me feel it again. And he's like, I'm telling you this, like, this is a, your, your lowest rib. And he was like, it's probably just like it doesn't curve around as much as it probably should. So it almost seems like it's like sticking out and it seems like a like a mass. But really what you're actually feeling is like the tip of a rib. It's like, what? Like it feels like it's like under right. my rib cage. And I had two other doctors and even him before the MRI feel it and be like, oh, yeah, that feels like there's something there. Well, that's where it's like, what are these doctors doing? <laughs> I don't know. So I remember just being like, what? <laughs> walking out, like like literally thinking I'm going to walk out of there with a, an appointment to get have like a minor surgery. And they're, he's like, yeah, it's just like your rib. He's like, I mean, like you could get the rib taken out. I'm like, no, I don't want my rib taken out. So I just remember coming home and being like, yeah, there's just nothing I can do. That's just it. But the real mystery is that I have not had any rib pain. Yeah. When did you experience it last time? Like what week? Do you remember? I don't remember what week, but it was like, I remember having it really bad all through the summer, which was my second trimester. <clears throat> like it was, it was full blown in the summertime. So, gotcha. um, definitely through the second trimester and it, it, it was all the way up until the end. Once she finally like dropped like towards the very end of pregnancy, it got a lot more manageable. Um, but it was always there, like, especially when I was seated, when I was driving, sometimes it was so, so bad that like, I almost felt like I had to like pull over. Like it was so intense. So yeah, really freaking bizarre. A, that it's a rib <laughs> and B that I've had no pain. Cause when he told me that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have this rib pain every pregnancy because of the stupid weird rib that right. sticks out. So far so good. That's good. Yeah. It's, but it is bizarre. Yeah. It's so so bizarre. I don't understand it at all. Um, but yeah, so that's the system mystery, you guys. It's been solved, and luckily, I'm not dealing with any pain. I'm glad the worst that you had to do was go to some appointments and get an <laughs> MRI. So that's good. Yeah, and I'm almost like, ooh, I'm glad that I didn't stay with that other doctor. I mean, he maybe would have cut me open. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, I guess symptoms, not symptoms that are happening. Very excited. That's not a symptom this time around. Um, so why don't you tell us to wrap up here? This was kind of a fun um, end of the week, or was it the beginning of this week? I guess it was Halloween. So yeah. we went trick or treating with Hayden for the first time. We did about five houses. People had tables out. We went to your parents' neighborhood. They had tables out at the end of the driveways. So covid friendly yeah, this is 2020 if you're listening in the future so <laughs> big uh rona going around here and um it was fun yeah she, she had fun yeah it was like perfect because she enjoyed it for like five houses and then she was literally like, and it was she was like bedtime yeah go to bed or yeah, something go like to that. bed we were like oh sure yeah 
So took her and got her to bed, and then we went out on a date. Yeah, date night. Haven't had one of those in a minute. It's nice. It's an Italian. So whenever we're at my parents' house, we, like, take advantage and try and... Because, you know, they can obviously... I mean, we put Hayden to bed. She was already asleep when we left, but... um, That's that's the one nice thing when you're around them. They can watch her. They don't live, live super close to us now. Um... But yeah, it was fun. We had date night, got some Italian food. It's so rare that we get those now. So It is. We've got to do more of those. I agree. Yeah, it's be really nice. nice. Just make it a priority. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then this was also after Halloween. So Halloween was on a Saturday, and that was actually the first day of this. What are we on? Week 21 here? Yeah. No, week 22. Woo, things are flying. Um and then that later that week, a few days later, was election day, which turned into election week, which was just like a crazy, just a lot going on. Fun times. <laughs> no matter what side you were on, it was like, oh my God, like what's happening here? Yeah. It was just really intense. Um, so that was kind of stressful. But but yeah, that was, uh, that was everything for this week. It was a good week. Halloween, no rib pain. It's a good time. Yeah. It's all yeah. positives. I still can't believe it's a rib. I still can't believe it doesn't hurt. Yeah. I also don't like that I'll never have like an explanation of why it hurt the first time. Sure. You wanted some science behind it. Yeah, I like to know. I want to know the why. Yeah. Um, but that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week is week 23. Got some uh, good stuff to share. Week 23. Oh, wow. You better listen to week 23. I'm telling you. <laughs> How about that? Uh teaser yeah it was a teaser and a half a lot of a lot of info <laughs> here but thank you for listening uh, i hope matt has another story that makes me cry laughing it's always a win <laughs> the old navy one's a classic you always have that in your back pocket yes it's a good one. you've told that many a times <laughs> or many a time all right well <laughs> thank you so much for listening leave a review a five-star review for us if you haven't already it helps other people find our podcast and hang out with us and kind of hear how this pregnancy is going um so we would super appreciate that and of course make sure to follow along on instagram youtube i always have stuff linked below in the show notes um but yeah that's it for week 22 my favorite number moving on moving on greener pastures more pregnant weeks yeah closer to the end yes all right well thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time all right bye